0: This week on a Danny Brown show, <laughs> that that hurts even more <laughs> when you up there trying to yeah. shake ass and groove to the mute, Motherfucker just looking at you like, motherfucker, this some bullshit. Yeah, like, get yeah, the yeah. fuck out of my face with this shit. That's all it is, man. You get the best dick from a homeless motherfucker, man. A motherfucker just is not happy in their situation. He probably came to your crib, shit was looking nice. He's like, oh shit.
1: I was a bigger fan in 04 and 07. They're and- like the um,
0: Red Sox and the Yankees. That's like white people bludge and crib. And, and Brown, say yeah. back, relax, I already now why you make
2: it's the Danny Brown Show, we about to get live, let's, let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show, sit back, relax,
0: like you already know, all your Studios. It's the Danny Brown Show, we about to get live, let's go. let's go. Yo, 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 what up, yo? Coming to y'all live from Austin, Texas at Wild Mate Studios, it's the Danny Brown Show. And it's your boy. You got me none other than Danny Brown, I got the booth boys with me. How y'all fellas been doing? what's up Danny Danny? yo 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 yeah I've been chilling had a good little weekend you know finally got back to Texas man I was in LA finally fucking shooting the fucking video to the first single happy to get that over with man and these motherfuckers y'all better watch this shit man because I um I went through a lot of fucking grueling pain man during this video I don't want to give too much get too much away but man I got a lot of nicks and bruises and shit man I I got the homie esoteric in the house man how you doing I'm man I'm good
1: I'm good man thank you for having me Thank
0: you so much for coming You ever been through some shit like that man shooting huh. videos and shit man I it- hate it
1: I I did one shoot where I was getting I was tied up and whipped, and pistol whipped. Oh, shit. And uh, the girl, it was a girl doing it, and she was not pulling any punches to get the best performance out of me.
0: That sounds kind of hot, though. It's, uh, right. Yeah, well, you know. I'm into my BDSM shit. I, I've never been <laughs> on the receiving end of it, though. I'm right. the one giving it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're jumping right into this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done that, yeah. Yeah, that's what
0: I always tell these motherfuckers, man. I always want to, I mean, not to be lazy, but I've been, every video I shoot, man, it's always, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do some creative shit. And you know, I, I had a video where I was suspended with chains for okay. fucking eight hours, That's and that, that red that, dragon shit. Yeah, it just okay. was. <laughs> you know, it it was dope. I mean, the video came out dope and shit. But you know, it's like you know, I feel like um, I've I've, I've taken a lot of time, you know, you know, doing a lot of self care and shit, and I feel like I'm I'm in a good state physically than I ever been. So I want to kind of showcase that a little more. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm looking good. (laughs) Back then I was fucked up, so I used to do a lot of crazy shit just to be creative with the videos and shit too, man. But long ass shoots and shit, man. And this one, man, I was wearing this fucking suit that weighed like fucking, I mean, it was like 20, 30 pounds or something. Okay. But after you wearing that shit for like eight hours, you know what I'm saying? And walking around and shit. And it was like, you know, in theory... When we came up, I mean, when they came up with the concept and it was done to, you know, when it was brought to me, the treatment and shit, I'm like, oh, this shit's gonna be dope, you know? (laughs) But I didn't really think about (laughs) the actual process of going through it and wearing that shit and fucking dinged up everywhere and shit. So hopefully, man, you know, the video came out dope and shit, so hopefully y'all motherfuckers like it, man, because I went through some shit for that goddamn video, man.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you have the right guys directing it and everything, Mm -hmm. they're gonna make you look good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like our best videos i have always been at my worst, physically, mm-hmm. parents-wise. <laughs> I look back at it. Like, even now, I'm looking at the camera, and I'm wondering, like, if I should have worn a girdle. Like, <laughs> get some spanks. Yeah, yeah. But um, what are you going to do? So if you're in peak physical shape, it's the time to let yourself in the video. Yeah, I want to
0: look sexy in the video yeah. and shit. I'm ready to take my shirt off and uh, shit sure. and get the flexing and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man... Um, so yeah, man, you've you've been doing this shit for a fucking what, I feel like over twenty years now. Yeah, man. yeah, it's been, been, a, while, man. It's this been shit, a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's been a while, man. But with the Face thing, it's been a new life. So we, mm-hmm. we've been doing it for a long time before that, but had always been, you know, had connections with deck and everything. And then we we're able to kind of set it off with Czar Face in like two thousand eleven. That's when it started and Gave us some new uh, new life. Oh, yeah,
0: which I will say I fucking commend you for doing that because who don't love to hear Special, I mean, um, Inspector Deck, man, Rebel this. I just, you know, yeah, he was always, to me, the fire starter, man. Oh, like, absolutely. No one I feel like in history of, of rap music has had better set-off verses than him, man. Nah,
1: you know? nah, I, I agree. And, like, I mean, the clan says it themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody just gives it up. So occasionally we have songs where I go first and I'm like, hmm. We can't have him go first on every song, but he yeah. should go first on every yeah. song, you know what I mean? But sometimes it calls for something else, but he definitely sets it off the best. And he kills,
0: I, I feel like, all his features, like the, the Gangster shit, or okay. even I heard the, um, well, not too long ago, and, and he was on the Tupac shit. And they cut his yeah, verse. They cut he his body,
2: that shit. Cut, he killed it, he <laughs> killed I can see it. why you cut that shit. <laughs> so you, you know think know they cut saying? it, like,
1: on some co- competitive shit, or you think they just cut it? I I keep hearing different stories, you know, and. and yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I he would have had the best verse in ab, some sense. Ab, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Does that make you be like, oh, man, you know you're rapping with this motherfucker? Man. Absolutely. You the gotta... first
1: joint we did was in, like, 99, and we did it in a spot in Brooklyn. He he showed up with Street Life. We ordered a pizza. He sat down, wrote the rhyme in 10 minutes, recorded it in 60 seconds, mm. and that was it. So he worked quick? Oh, he works quick. God damn. He's a natural, a na- like... The biggest, the the best example of it, I've never seen him punch in. I've done like ten albums with the guy, and just oh, shit. Boom, boom, boom. That's crazy. I'm a yeah. punching
0: motherfucker. I ain't gonna
1: lie. As I've uh, aged, I've been, become accustomed to punches. I felt like back in the day, like you couldn't really punch. It you was, couldn't punch it. You had to be really quick. Yeah, to, you know what I'm saying? Hit sucked. the button and then. You know, I started embracing technology a little bit, and, you know, I've proved that I can rap on stage a little bit, mm-hmm. so people know you can do it, but you want to get the best performance. My
0: secret is, I just, um, you know, I punch some shit up, and, because sometimes when you first write it, and you go in, and you record and shit, it's going to sound, you know, whatever, and I just, you know, I just listen to it, yeah, and just fucking just memorize it till I got it to my best ability, and sometimes I may want to change some shit here and there, then i just go in and re-record it. Yeah. I feel like that's the best way to go about it.
1: It is. If you can capture that same energy, sometimes that first take, you're trying yeah, to hit I know, certain- I know. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like the we only know the first take. Yeah. The that's actual true. people that fucking listen to it, because even like with this album, I was going through a lot of different- I'm always going through fucking sample clearances and can't get this cleared, and I hate doing fucking replays. Yeah. But with this album, um, we found a, a, a great group of guys, man, and they was able to just- I feel like now when I listen back to, you know, the fans, they don't, they ain't going to be able to tell, you know, they don't know what the demo version sounds like. The fans but,
1: that aren't producers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but the replays don't sound too far off than yeah. what the
0: actual shit was.
1: So. Yeah. You ride a fine line with that sometimes. Sometimes yeah. we'll get a replay and it sounds perfect and people are like, oh, that's from this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, it's a replay, so don't sue us. <laughs>
0: I think, I think the, um, the biggest deal is that it's just live instrumentation. Yeah. So what yeah, I feel yeah. like with a lot of replays, if you just run it back through the MPCs and shit, and then chop it up, and then just you know resample all the shit. And oh then yeah. If you give it that fucking
1: you know they give it that grit and shit. Grid, you know. Yeah. Like the uh, 404, we run yeah. some things through the 7L, run things through there, and do his little magic to make it sound dirty and like a sample and that mm-hmm. kind of. I know, love the 404. It. It's so, the fucking. Um,
0: I just love the effects, man. Like that's my whole uh, deal with it. I never fucking sequence with it or anything.
1: Speaking of takes and punching, mm-hmm. Monopoly. Yeah. Literally, shit all on your Mm mixtape. Is that one take? It had to be. Because that was a great one, man. It had
0: to be. I think that was was one of those things. I'm from Detroit, obviously, so we from, from that open mic shit. Oh, listen- and I'll th- tell you about Detroit, man.
1: <laughs> awesome Dre, man. Oh, yeah, awesome yeah, Awesome oh, Dre Hardcore. Uh, l- listen, I can say that whole album backwards and forwards. Holy shit, Listen man. to this witness, my metamorphosis. When I finish, you want this, but we'll big for more of this. Then Awesome Dre comes back like a relay, holding a mic like a baton in a relay. We held Awesome but, Dre like, that's a legendary status because we wasn't rappers from Detroit then. Right, right. It was you Isham. Know? Yeah, uh, Isham. Merciless Amir. Mm. You ever hear Merciless Amir? Mm. He predated Awesome Dre. I don't know. A uh, it... day without a rhyme—it's like a rare twelve-inch. That's crazy. Samples, rock him. It's dope. So, how was you getting up on like awesome Dre and shit? Just fanaticism, man. Plus, uh, you know, tapes would come out. They make them make their way to Boston. I was buying every tape that came out because mm-hmm. I was just in love with that Yeah, that's you how know I what I was saying. To be. And awesome Dre, I saw the cover. He had Kumo cool D and LL Cool J on their knees in troop jackets, yeah. and, uh, and British nice <laughs> jackets or whatever. And I was like, "Yo, that's hard." He's, mm-hmm. he's taking it right to these guys. So I bought the tape and I listened to it. It was Murder One, first one. Oh man! I, not, and then I got a chance to meet him in like 2013. He was on tour with Public Enemy on we, like a throwback tour. Wow, that's crazy. And he had dreads and looked totally different. But I was like, "It's awesome, Dre." Yeah, awesome Dre was our <laughs> first
0: Detroit rapper. We had a oh um, man. We used to have this show in Detroit called the New Dance Show, and before that it was called the Scene, and it was just like the, um, it was pretty much like our version of like um Soul Train. Okay. And they would play, but they would play like a lot of ghetto tech and and, yep. and shit like that, and motherfuckers would be dancing, and, and they always would have a video segment. Okay. And they would always just play like local shit, and it was yeah. always like awesome Dre and oh, shit yeah, and shit yeah. like yeah. that, and like the fucking um Box and like Boss and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, Boss, right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know Boss was from Detroit. Yeah, you know?
1: I know. I know she's right. yeah. But I, I I do remember seeing you can't hold me back. It was one of those type of sh- like one of uh Austin Dre's joint. Like it seemed like it was on a stage somewhere, mm-hmm. like in a high school or something yeah, yeah. crazy. So that might have been the show you talk. I saw it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. always
0: used to. They always used to play those videos and shit like that. So. Oh man. Yeah, man. I, I, I fucking old school Detroit rap is fucking um, damn. What, what was it? The fucking city of boom. All that shit, man. We're going yeah. to go on forever with that <laughs> shit, man. All right, so we're going to hop into some of these Axe Dannys, man. You can always hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. It's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. First up, we got Axe Danny. We got Tech Nine.
2: Axe Danny.
0: Hi, Danny. Do you think Tech Nine should have GOAT status? He has more albums than most rappers, and I think he's the biggest independent rapper for years, but never get brought up in hip hop conversations. Much love, comment. I would definitely say, far as like what he's done with strange music and, um, what he's done with the independent shit. Definitely Tech Nine's ghost status. You know, far as like Midwest rappers go, hell yeah. Um I one of the one of my um, you know, like um or coming up early, I went to a Tech Nine show and he had all these theatrics and just was doing so much different shit. I I just never seen a you know, usually motherfuckers do rap show, they just come out and rap. Yeah. Like he was putting on like a damn near like a stage, like a Broadway stage play, like some opera shit, man. But yeah, you know, I just think um Tech Nine is like a um it's, it's, it's a different taste, the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. with the fast rapping shit and just, he's just a different motherfucker, man. He's, you know, with the face paint and a lot of shit. You know, I can see like backpack hip hop heads could be turned off by Tech n 9 You know what I'm saying? But far as just what he's done, far as his business, you know, with strange music and everything, hell yeah, he goes at us, yeah. man. You ever gotten to Tech agree. 9
1: Nah, nah. Oh, got into him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just familiarizing myself with him, but mm-hmm. I feel like his rise... Like I checked out on on hip hop in like '96 when I started making. it.
0: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can totally see. It. I think I'm kind of checked out now, to yeah. be honest, man.
1: You know, like when you're listening, when you're making it, you're not really listening to it. Mm-hmm. Other other shit, you know what I mean? But '86 to '96, I was absorbing everything as a kid, and then. But I, but I love Tech Nine. What he's done, I've seen the shows, and he, he slaughters yeah, everything. Yeah. He's like a machine. And I've seen like the live performances, and I like. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely a goat.
0: You know, he used to have a mohawk now. Now he got the stardy. He embraced the stardy, man. You got to give him props yeah. for that, man. So, yeah. but yeah, man, he used to have the crazy um, braids in his beard. You know, I mean, I just look at that like whole, you know, just like the whole juggalo scene Yeah,
1: kind of oh, shit, man. I you did, uh, we did get the gathering. They didn't throw Two shit. Years, oh, I got hit with a firework. Oh, I, I was man. holding the mic and, and I thought it was dope. I, I didn't think it was dope. I thought it was dope that I survived. Mm-hmm. But as I got hit with the firework and I kept rhyming, I was like, this is what they're talking about. Yeah. This is what but I think this means they like you. <laughs> I
0: know I think the thing is with with the with the um the Juggalo fan base is that they, they don't really fuck with shit that ain't from that scene. And yeah. you know, you know um shots out um Violent J and Shaggy. They they you know they want to fucking book acts that, that they fuck with too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they yeah. and they love, you know what I'm saying? So I I've, I've played a few gatherings my last one went really bad i was that's when i was deep in my fucking alcoholism Uh (laughs) i got really fucking drunk and it just was really bad but for the most part man you know i'm from detroit so that that whole scene and shit i've been around my entire life and shit you know i actually um in high school and shit man it was it was always that scene of kids that just listened to like fucking um ICP and e and all that okay. shit. I'm a huge E-shine fan myself oh, too.
1: 666 proof and fix. there's the fire on the candlesticks? I remember when that record came out, that's probably around the same time as Awesome Dre. Mm-hmm. And I was just like wait, this guy worships Satan? Is that yeah, all right? Yeah, that's is what that it cool? was too. <laughs> we cuz
0: cuz I was just like I I'm pretty much just like a normal East Coast, and then listened to yeah. a lot of West Coast. I was just a, I would say I was a pretty much normal rap fan. Yeah, I didn't really listen to too much underground shit or local shit. Okay, so we always used to look at the Juggalo kids like straight weirdos, man. Yeah. Like y'all, because that's all they would listen to. They would just be into that shit. And we like y'all, motherfuckers, worship the
1: devil, man. Right. Like, y'all crazy motherfuckers,
0: <laughs> man. But as I got older, you know, I got I got influenced by it because I feel like a lot of Detroit shit. We 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 love the shock rap shit. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. and even, you know, a lot of shit, listening to like grave diggers or fucking, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. it was a lot of that kind of shit oh, on the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Or even somebody like a big pun had like a lot of shock value in his shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we was just talking about like Nas, early Nas, when he was nasty Nas, it was all shock value oh, in his shit. Whenever
1: never frustrated on my hijacked Delta. Yeah. yeah never
0: mind the, his
1: barbecue verse, man. Yeah, is, that is, was,
0: and that was the way he set it off. And yeah. he was a fucking teenager in that oh, shit, yeah. man. You right. know? That's why I always, these motherfuckers be like trying to, um, but like, he's young, he's young. Like, man, all my favorite rappers in the beginning when they first came out, like, the motherfuckers was in their teenagers and they was fucking rapping some crazy shit. So Absolutely. just being young don't mean you can't write classic shit, you know? Yep. Ain't nobody got time for that, man. You, you can <laughs> fucking grow on your own terms, man. But when you want to step out on the stage, man, it's whack or not, you know? Yeah. All right, next up we got... Joy Division inspiration. Hi, Danny. I wanted to ask you your interest in Joy Division and what led you to name your album after the song "A Exhibition." Are you into post-punk music generally, or was there something about Joy Division specifically that got you attracted to your music? Best Ryan Kwong. Um, yeah, I was just a huge Joy Division fan. I mean, I'm a no, I'm a emo sad motherfucker. A lot of that music just speaks <laughs> to me, you know. it um, just um, I, I think how did I even? I don't know, man. I think I um, always oh, like I say, most of my time. When I got my downtime between albums, or just trying to get inspired by music, I would just like Google shit like what was the best top albums of the '80s, or the most you know cult classics and shit like that. And yeah. I think I came across um Joy Division um I actually heard um, Closer first before I heard um, um Hidden was it Hidden Pleasures? Don't, don't give me Unknown Pleasures. i see got me all fucking up but whatever that's the that's the hipster one that everybody knows they wear the (laughs) t-shirts and shit but i'm i really love clothes or more and um just gotten into joy division and shit like that and i you know started seeing the documentaries and doing my research on them and ian curtis was a crazy motherfucker man i mean to say the least i mean i know he had his own demons and problems and shit like that man you know but i really took um i really um the way he got inspired was like reading a lot of books and shit Mm -hmm. Mm you know and then i i kind of see that that was kind of like they thing back then like a lot of motherfuckers will get a lot of like um ideas from books and shit and and come up with them so when i came up with atrocity exhibition obviously is a book called that but the album that just spoke to the album i actually named the album that after it was done it wasn't like i had to i just figured that you know it just it was dope i mean i felt like that that shit you know, correlated in some sense, man. So, you ever gotten into Joy Division, man?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, man. I like 2005 to 2009. I was heavy into a lot of post-punk shit. Oh really? Sampling it, flipping mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I I remember I had this this sweater. It was a black sweater, and it had Ian Curtis on the front in purple, like just his face, like a silhouette of his face, and I, it looked awful on me. Yeah, yeah, it really accented my my man boobs, and and I had, to, <laughs> had, to, had to had to ditch it. But I was I was into it heavy for for a while, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Joy Division, I will say, is one of my favorite bands, and I, but I, I I will say, I never really got into the to the um, new order stuff, and it just was him as a songwriter, man. You know, just when a motherfucker, you know, displaying a pain for the world to see, kind of shit. I think that kind of cuz that's how I kind of how I write songs almost like a form of therapy for me yeah which i'm i'm starting to um i've been back recording and writing and shit man and now you know i feel like i've trauma dumped for so long <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm at that period where i just want to make i don't know people happy but i have learned though a lot of people will, will write to me and never tell me though like you know i mean i For me, it was coming from a place of of fucking depression or something like that. And they would be like, oh, that song helped me get through shit. And it's weird how music can do that, man. You know, for the most part, I would, coming up, you know, obviously you just want to be the dopest motherfucker you can be writing these crazy punchlines and just trying to be a rapper's rapper kind of shit. And as shit progressed in my career and shit, I kind of just wanted to just... Talk about shit in my music that I felt like I couldn't talk about it with other people.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. And that hits people harder, man. You know what I mean? If you're really speaking from the heart, vulnerability, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I mean, a lot of the Zarface Face stuff, we're not doing that. Although, yeah. I, you know, occasionally we do, but a lot of it is a playground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just spitting rhymes and pop culture references and stuff. But solo stuff, man, I always try to, it never comes out, but I write a lot of stuff that's, you know, I feel I'm being revealing a little bit more about. Myself, you know what I mean.
0: And to me, it's um, I was I honestly sometimes it, 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 that's what the music would make me do. Yeah. Maybe I just got a thing for having these um dark sounding beats and shit like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. sometimes it's not like I'm going into it like I want to write this song about fucking you know what I'm going through type of shit, I, and then the beat just bring it out of me. You know? Yeah.
1: I I did a song where uh, I rapped about putting down putting my dog to sleep. Yeah. And it was about it was about a minute. It's only one verse. But I took it, I recorded it, and I was actually crying in the verse, and mm-hmm. I wanted to change a few things. But every time I went back, I couldn't capture that actual yeah. thing where I, I you could hear the cry in my voice. You know what I mean? So it just kind of sat the way it was and, and came out. But it's gangster shit.
0: Yeah, I had I had, I had a moment <laughs> like that when I um, recorded Thirty. I had okay. a little vocal crack, a little imperfections there, you know? yeah. But Dad, that, that was actually one take, and and actually I'm. Um, like like you said, sometimes you can't recapture that magic, and I used to totally be on that. Like, um, it would be a lot of times where I like fuck up lyrics or say the word wrong or, or do something like that. But I'd yeah. be like, I can't do that take again. I'm just gonna use that. Right, right. But I fucking working with Q Tip ass, man, he really was on me with that shit, man. Like, <laughs> he would make me fucking re record, re record shit, and I it just got to the point now. It's just in me now. I feel like I learned that for him, just the art of post. So I,
1: I'm just, I'm very highly, highly jealous of that. By the way, yeah. Thank you for flexing on me no Real it wasn't about. a flex it was a little flex <laughs> <laughs> you know working with q-tip <laughs> it wasn't a flex man because
0: it was it was really hard man yeah, yeah. like uh he's he's a perfectionist to say the least right you know so right. working with him man you you that's why you you know a lot of his albums take forever to come out man because yeah. but it is a thing though i feel like I, I gotta play the medium of that whereas like sometimes you can't overthink the music man and like mm-hmm. just work too much on it and just you know you're just doing too much and You can actually, I feel like sometimes, you know, when something's good, you know, you can kind of fuck it up by going, you know, doing too much. You just kind of got to, you got to have a cap. You got to be like, all right. Right. First
1: thought, best thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: Definitely. All right. Next up we got, I got no swag. Dearest Danny, how do I start dressing well? I'm currently a quirked up white boy yet. I don't have swag yet. I see your fits and they're hard as fuck. How can I change this? Sincerely, quirked up white boy with no swag. Well... The first thing you got to do, is it's it's all about you, to be honest. You either got it in you or you don't, man. There's nothing wrong with, you know, because cause nothing worse than a motherfucker that's trying their hardest to have swag, and then it just comes off looking like a tryhard. So the best thing you can possibly do, man, is just want to be comfortable. That's what I feel like a lot of people don't get, even though I I will put myself through some bullshit just to look good and shit. I feel like the bitches do it, so, you know, why not? But for the most part, man, just wear shit that you feel comfortable with. And, you know, just just don't think too hard about it, man. Do something that's you. you that's know? what
1: I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought I did. My uh, dex manager said to me one day after a show, he was hammered, and he said, S. S.O. I said, what? And he looked me up and down and said, you got to dress better for these shows. <laughs> I was like, what? What? And I'm looking, I thought I looked dope, right? And I was like, so what do you mean? You throw on a chain? He's like, no, don't put on a the chain. Then you're trying too hard. And we just talked it out, and I, I never forgot. I never – this would be – what's up, Wood? you listening um watching i harbor a lot of resentment towards you for that but yeah. uh, <laughs> now every show i'm overthinking it you know what mm-hmm. i mean but hey moving yeah,
0: on yeah I, I mean i, I kind of i'm in right now i'm into more of um i look at clothes like like music or anything else it's just more a art piece to me yeah so I, I try to wear shit that just looks like i, I got a medium of like an old person that don't know shit about fashion, look at me like, oh shit, that looks cool. And if a little kid, a baby, yeah. and they look at me like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, so I just dress for them. <laughs> old like... people and babies, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> they could see me at the airport and be like, what, that guy looks crazy,
1: you know? I feel like when you came out though, you really broke the mold and kind of set a bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So And that was, you know, you kind of electrified everything when you came out. And people were like, oh, who the fuck is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so now I think people expect something from you. you Which know what was I mean?
0: a gift and a curse, you know? Yeah, because because it was like a lot of people. I I knew I had the shit the music to back it up, yep. kind of. So yep. I didn't really care. And but far as the clothes and shit, that was just re- literally me. If I wasn't a rapper, I would fucking dress like that. I don't think people understand.
1: <laughs> right? Okay. All it, right. Don't,
0: it, it don't even got nothing to do with music. That's like his whole total thing on its own. You know? Yeah. It just so happened. I, I'm the guy that fucking can rap and shit too, man. But yeah. it's just a it was a gradual process to be honest, man. I've just been in the fashion since. I think my dad got me into it more so than anything. You oh yeah? Know? Yeah. My dad okay. used to fucking just I used to um stay like on weekends and shit. I would stay at my grandma's house who's Filipino and shit. And I stay at her crib and shit. And my dad would just have these fucking stacks and stacks of like GQ magazines and shit. And he would just have like fucking ill ass fashion motherfuckers on his wall and shit. You know what oh, I'm saying? Wow, so okay. I just was enamored oh. with that shit ever since a kid, man. So I would just I kinda just always just been into fashion, you know? That's dope. But it was always like, you know, yeah, it was a time in my life where it was dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm fucking wearing skinny jeans and all this shit. I can't stop at certain gas stations in Detroit. Motherfuckers <laughs> like they want to fucking hate crimes on me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I I, I just you got you got to know you got to know when to fold them and know when to hold them type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but now I'm getting to skinny, the point. The skinny yeah. jeans are
1: always gonna hold them though. I mean, now
0: it's everybody wears skinny jeans now. Yeah. Now I'm I'm into fucking Baggies back. Yeah, proportions. Well, me I, I'm more into the flared shit. Okay. And bell bottoms and shit like that. Okay. You know, but yeah, I got some big jeans on now with some big car hearts. But yeah. yeah, I'm happy to fucking baggy shits back, man. You know, Yeah. you can fucking be kind of fat and shit. You ain't really got to be all ripped up. Yeah. No more, you know, right. You get away with be, stuff. Yeah. Taking an Adderall and shit just so I can stay a fit. 155. Uh, 155? Twinked up. Oh, so twink- I can wear my skinny. <laughs> twinked up. I'm bared up. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I had to stay twinked up to wear the Rick Owens. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? All right, oh next God. up we got uh, Black Guys Lay It Down. Hi, Danny. So, I'm a white girl in her early 20s and I live in a predominantly white town. Earlier this year, I dated a black guy and now I find it hard to even want to think of a white guy in a sexual way. That motherfucker had me in all kinds of positions. I never came so hard in my life. I can't go back to white guys and their tiny ass vanilla dicks. Am I crazy or do I think black guys really just lay it down like that? Much love to you and the booth, boys. Piss on me, beat me. Shouts out to Lily. No, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not about black or white, it's about this motherfucker um, needs somewhere to live. <laughs> Some motherfuckers uh, That's all it is man You get the best dick From a homeless motherfucker man A motherfucker just Is not happy in a situation He probably came to your crib Shit was looking nice He's like oh shit And it's just something That goes in you man So you just meeting the broke motherfucker man That's all it is Broke motherfuckers Put it down That's all you gotta Think about man So Or a motherfucker Just came home from jail it's just a lot of shit that come with that. His life ain't in the right place because you fuck around with a rich nigga and shit like that. You ain't getting that kind of dick. Nigga, ain't, nigga I, ain't, I ain't putting in all that work, man. I ain't even really trying to eat no pussy like that no more. But a broke motherfucker, he gonna put some shit on your ass, man. When you fucking to live and you fucking to eat, it's, it's, it's a whole different type of dick coming out, man. So that's all I'm gonna tell you anyone about black or white. That motherfucker just needed a place to live, man. And you had a nice warm bed. You had some food in the fridge, you know, you going to Trader Joe's and shit. He like, oh shit. And the power, the power just, it just comes out of you, man. Broke motherfuckers fuck, fuck the best, man. That's all I can tell you, man. You ever been in that situation before? You fucking fat bitches. Like, damn, man, this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of sleeping <laughs> in my mama's basement. This bitch got her own crib. You could you could take her car and drop her off to work. You know what I'm saying? That's when you're putting the dick down
1: when you're homeless. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know how to add on to this. No, man, I, I, it, I feel like I have to qualify my manhood here, and you know? Yeah. But, uh, no, she just don't no, you know. A, a motherfucker yeah, needed a
0: place to live and eat, yeah. man. Hot. Three hots in a cot, man. You're going you're gonna to yeah. make it drop it like it's hot. That's all it is. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> be like damn bitch walk around you, you you see the motherfuckers every day you go to h-e-b you see that skinny black dude with that fat white bitch she got that she got that ebt card he like yes we eating good tonight watch this watch this dick i lay on this fat bitch all right here we go i'm not i'm not body shaming at all i'm just saying you've seen it you've seen it
1: holy shit all right ah
0: uh, yeah man fucking to live man all right next yeah. up we got a uh, Scaring the Hoes Tour. Hi, Danny and the booth Boys. I saw the Scaring the Hoes Tour in Boston. It was one of the best experiences I ever had in my entire life. Recently, I saw one of Peggy's IG story. He said, the Scaring the Hoes era is over. My question to you is, do you think you guys will ever tour again and make a volume two of Scaring the Hoes? Much love, Jack from Boston. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what we mean about the Scaring the Hoes Tour is over. We're getting back to doing our solo shit, you know? And part two is like, you know, we, we're solo artists that came together to make a group, so we still got a lot of shit we want to do on our own, you know? I have an album coming out soon, he has an album coming out soon, so we're going to tour those, And but yeah, man, and, and it, we wanted to get the hype up for the, for the second release, you know what I'm saying? So, you know how that shit is. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Where'd you play in Boston? Do you remember?
0: Um, fuck. It was a newer venue.
1: Okay. I can't think. Oh, maybe uh, MGM Fenway, or, or maybe... uh.
0: It was some new shit. Is it something live or something like that? Oh, Big Night Live? Yeah, okay. Big Night Live. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah, it was a dope spot too, man. Yeah, it was really nice there, man. Yeah. I usually always play what is it? Middle East. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: I'm a Middle East veteran. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you yeah, are <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Middle East veteran. You know what I'm saying? Oh, me too, man. That's me the too. spot. Well yeah, it's dope. It's a dope, dope downstairs.
0: I've actually played some of my craziest shows in Boston. Yeah. To be honest, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember I did out. a show for um it was I c I I don't remember but it was for like a liquor brand and it was um they had me playing at this bar. It's like some real hardcore kid punk rock type shit. Okay, and I had to stop the show mid set. The motherfuckers in uh, there beating the hoes uh, up. I'm uh, like, hold up, man! Uh,
1: scaring the hoes.
0: Th- that was that one that was assaulting the hoes. Yeah. I'm like, this was early in the day though. It was it was one of those shows where it wasn't even a stage. I'm on the ground with the motherfuckers. I'm I'm like, oh shit. But, yeah, man, those motherfuckers get rowdy in Boston, man. Those shows
1: are crazy. It's on stage.
0: Uh, Yeah, and you just right in front of them, eye level and shit. Motherfucker sizing you up like, damn, man, Danny, you kind of tall. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I got a jab too, bitch. You better back your punk ass up, you know? So, yeah, man. But, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. you know, Peggy got his own shit. I got my own shit. So, yeah, man, get the um, get the hype up, man. And, you know, we come back like Voltron, man. We form back. It ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I got a new album coming out soon. So we, we, we focusing on our solo shit right now, which is, you know, it's cool, man. I'm, I, I will say, man, I did get very used to being in a group with another person, man, as a solo artist that played shows by myself and, being on stage hour, hour and a half sets and shit, and you got that right hand man oh, next to you Oh man. sharing some of that, uh, you know, that vocal time, man. I was, it was, it was so easy, man. I, I kind of got spoiled. I'm kind of used to it, so I, I, hopefully, yeah, man.
1: Listen, you're telling like at the end of ours, our our face shows, we finish with triumph, and mm-hmm. we finish with uh, yeah. above the clouds oh, and cream. So, dope, so yeah. So I'm like the hype man for these joints, and you know, I got deck next to me. He's he can control the crowd. He jumps in the crowd. He gets out of the you I know, and he's like six five. So it's like. It's different, you know what I mean? I do a lot of shows with Vinny Paz and Jedi Mantrix, mm-hmm. and Vinny's, you know, stalky guy, but I got the height on him, you know what I mean? So it's just this thing. But then when I'm with with, uh, with Deck, he's like always up here, and, you know, I feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, you know man.
0: It, it, being on stage by yourself can be scary sometimes, man.
3: Yeah,
1: you yeah.
0: know, because it's all on you. You fuck up, like, oh. all right. You know, I feel like, you know, we can run a pick and roll when it's two of us, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you got three that man weave with the
1: DJ. Yeah, yeah, but, got, but, hell yeah. But we got the beats. If you're mm-hmm. a comic, that's the crazy shit. If you're standing on stage with no yeah, music no. and you have a whole audience, that's terrifying. That's what I
0: always tell them. Like, that's the highest form of entertainment to me. A motherfucker that can get on stage with no fucking nothing. Just out there
1: and motherfuckers looking at you like, make me laugh. Make motherfucker. me laugh. Yeah. You know, that's hard. Oh, horrifying. Terrifying. I did a... Uh, YMH Live, I think that's where I met you first, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. we did our set, but I I wanted to get off a couple jokes in between. Mm-hmm. Didn't go well. <laughs> it, felt gr- it was very, uh, I was like, so this is what bombing feels like. Man. You know what I mean? It was, it really, it hurt, but I knew that I could just go back to the, the hip hop shit and start, just put the beat on a rhyme, it's different.
0: Well, I've definitely bombed some shows. Yeah. Um, rapping, so.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Me too, yeah, me too, so I, I, that, <laughs> that,
0: that hurts even more. <laughs> When you up there trying to yeah. shake ass and groove to the music, motherfucker just looking at you like, motherfucker, this some bullshit. Yeah, like get the yeah. fuck out of my face with this shit. Yeah. All right, we got some freestyles we're gonna drop. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah we, we watch freestyles.
1: Oh, freestyle. I thought Not you meant- us. <laughs> <Not us. laughs> I'm ready, Danny, we got I mean, the headphones on, damn man. damn it. Throw one try by twelve? No. All right, let's go.
0: Let me hear your bust of freestyle. All right,
1: Danny
2: in the booth, boys and girls. Gonna kick a little freestyle out from our kitchen here. Y'all Pick it up and dust off the altar Who else you know got brushwork like who? Like Mr. Fucking Walker The one they all wanna get involved with See him on the street like Hey, we know you're fucking bogus Listen close, bitch, and tell him if he miss it all oh, Shit, I'm a fall of y'all Trying to keep your jobs here I'm gonna, I'm gonna stall just to see who's kids. Stop and waiting way too long I think I need a moment uh, Now we back down again Tell your mother about it uh, Tell her, tell her friend uh, Get them together around the yellow about the sound of it selling them on the elegance But hook them with the foulness, shit Look at we ain't proud, no doubt Not oh It's delicate, my shit's a cook raw We just balancing on it Come down to the front, you bound to see something We bout to be stuntin' The battle don't mean nothin' You mean he got a big mouth? That's what you been telling me, love? Huh? Shit, we'll tell him faux pas And let him know that I'm sorry for the most part But shit, y'all ain't even gotta worry about that faux star Me and my dog got one thing in common with both dogs. Oh, he got props. Okay.
0: okay. I ain't going to lie, man. If I was your neighbor, <laughs> I would have been beating on him up the motherfucking wall with a broom. The vocal projection was crazy, yeah, man. You croustics. a loud motherfucker, man. God damn, man. I would have been fucking, man.
1: Yeah, he gets props for the dog, man. Bringing yeah. the dog out at the end of me, he took a long pause to get the dog. I would have held the dog through the whole verse. The
0: dog is hot. Yeah. That nigga was trying to run away from that oh, yeah. shit, man. <laughs> He, he was chilling at first. He got the rap, and that nigga was like, "Give me the fuck out of here! This is some bullshit."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it actually the dog looks unwilling in the, the still there. Dogs
0: he know. Wants... I feel like dogs know some bullshit, and they know they know fire music, man. Because because my dogs, if I'm making music, they be quiet. They be chilling and shit. Oh yeah, they yeah. be running around wanting to play and doing all crazy shit, barking and shit. But as soon as I start making music, they be chilling because they know the fire pack coming. They're like, "What you got?" They be, okay. they be chilling, nodding their head oh, yeah. and shit. That nigga was running away. That nigga had to go chase that. Motherfucker. Like, hold up, come
1: back. Yeah. Well, my dogs stop me from recording in the basement. They're there. Oh, yeah. One of my dogs got his nails going all over, oh, the, yeah. over the hardwood floor, and mm-hmm. the other dog's barking. So it's like sometimes they wind up in the recordings. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's fire. But I feel like they're trying to tell me to retire.
0: What do you think about that freestyle?
1: Oh, that one. Um. I, I, I think the kid had a lot, of, a lot of heart, man. Yeah. And he had the, that Jay Z, uh, in between, or I, I guess it's a Drake, uh, now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It it's a, a lot of ambition. A lot of ambition. If the if the, if the volume was off, I would have sworn. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I thought he was from the UK by the look. Yeah, but right. Then, but then he had um some type of uh you know American accent, but uh, what, what did you think?
0: Um, you know me, I'm 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 actually, man, I'm I'm never coming into this with good intentions. Okay. And it wasn't really too much I could really joke on him about, man, you know, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like certain, you know, we're all looking at our phones and scrolling and things like that. And sometimes an MC will sound incredible in a car. It's all the way it's presented. So I'm like, yo, this guy snapped. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the record and he sounds like everybody else. Yeah, You know what I mean? Which is, and this guy could sound dope on a record. He could sound, uh, I mean, but right there, he, he obviously gave it a lot in a trifling environment with, um. He More had a balls. lot of confidence. I give him that. Yeah,
0: that's one because that's one of the main things I think of being a rapper is you gotta have confidence. If you don't believe you' dope, then it's not gonna project to anybody else. And he, I think he think he the shit. So right. Yeah. He get he, he get an A for effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big part of it. That's a big part. That's of it. a big part of it, yeah. man. Everything else will come after that, man. Once you, if you love it, you know everybody else will too. So yeah. Shouts out to you, brother. All right, what we got next?
3: I said. Talking to a shorty with purple hair like Gamora. You boy realists, these hoes like in Aurora, for sure, bruh. Head long looking like a hermit. Cause I've been chasing green like Miss Piggy Chase Kermit. Money on my mind, man. I think I'm Lil' Wayne. Shorty dropped out, so she give me little brain. I'm insane. Like a llama, I spit game. And M's be the Tyshawn Jones could kick's mane on my feet. I bully the beat till it's insecure. I fuck the whole game, I'm such a whore. And don't say pause, cause I'm in my drawer. Rather hit record You don't like it You can see the the door Peace And don't let it hit you While you're leaving These shorty smother me Until I'm having trouble breathing Pass me my inhaler I'm so dope This mic my paraphernalia And girl you so bad That I think I got a failure Uh
0: <laughs>
3: Was that off the dome?
0: I don't
1: know She sure, got a dope so ass voice though Kind of reminded w- me of Method Man A little bit man Oh yeah I wish yeah. I had that voice Don't do I mean And he did the inhaler reference the I think that was voice. off the dome Some of the rhymes was like I felt like he said, "Shorty, so bad that I think I got a failure." What does that mean?
0: I have no idea. I mean, it was, I think he was freestyling. You know, like sometimes. he's gonna fail. Bad like at school, so uh, I got a failure. Oh, oh yeah. I think. I guess. But
1: so bad. Oh, oh right. There, there you is. go. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 that's right. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. See how am I not catching these punchlines? There you go. Props for that line. I'd even catch it and. I mean, yeah, the voice is dope.
0: That's that's half he he halfway, yeah. he, halfway he halfway there. Yes, he is. The There's beard of that
1: one, if you want to see the, the beard, you know, looks a the, little the Beijing, though. I uh I can't. My beard is that beard look a little Beijing.
0: I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, some people, man, I think some people shouldn't have beards. Right, right. But he can grow one, man. So he can do it, man. But it looks yeah. painted, man. That motherfucker look like a painted beard, man. You ever, you, yeah. you know what Beijing I said, is? Oh, talking to a shorty with purple hair like oh, a Wolver. You more ain't more say realistic. run back, run back, run back.
3: Stomping on his beat like an alpha. Fake hustlers always talking about what they about to do, instead of what they did. Slime me like a squid. If I'm the top shelf, then y'all the mid. Bidding on these haters like a stockbroker. If you saying fuck me, I'll assume you a clown. I'll call you thigh Joker. Cause when your high horse get knocked over, I'm a stump man like I'm Jeff Hardy on the top rope. Oprah. Five five standing tall like a Titan. And if being pretty's a crime, then I'm indicting myself, dog. My wealth finna grow. Cause I hustle when the sun rains, sleet, hail, snow. You know, the average is not in my vocabulary. See, it's a cold world like the first of January. Instead of getting scary, I'ma put my boots on. Cause my flow hotter than July in Tucson. I get love from northeast to southwest. And I'll be milking the game just like a cow's breast. And when it comes to rapping, Dog, I'm the man and shit, because everything I write can set fire to a candlestick. Ladies love cool jewels, I could tell. She hopped up on my mic and then she let me rock the bells. I'm not well, flow sick, style dumb. Mom and dad raised a hustler, look what I become. I drop gems <laughs> like my name suggests. Busting on the right answer, because I came correct. I'm a flamer, yes. Flow hot, body hot, shorty. Chill with Poppy Verde, you could get your body rock jewels.
0: All right, yeah. Jules. The voice is dope. He got a dope voice. Yeah, I would never tell anyone I was five five in the rap.
2: Though.
1: Nah, he, he said five five standing like a titan. And I I, said, will,
2: I will
0: keep that to myself.
1: Man. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't, a lot of
2: rappers are short though. But you, you know.
1: see how they see the angle he's shooting the video yeah. from too. So it's like there's some special effects there. I don't know because I I would say he was tall, and I felt like he could get the verse off better if he stopped doing this as he was rhyming. Yeah, he sounded a little winded here and there, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, and he had another um, school reference too. I forget what it was, like something about. You know, came correct on the test or something like that. Yeah, short yeah. sure. had to fail you. Yeah, dope voice. Oh, man. Jeff Hardy reference. Dope voice. Yeah. dope voice Dope okay. voice.
0: Dope awesome. voice. Yeah. So well, you, you s- got a dope voice, man. You can cheat your way through this oh, shit, man. Oh
1: man, you can get away with a lot, man. Yeah. Get away yeah. with a lot. Like Guru said, mostly the voice. Yeah. I tell him I, I say yeah.
0: this. I say that on here all the time, oh, man. Yep. I swear oh, okay. to God. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I swear me. to God, yeah. man. That shit stuck in my head like a motherfucker. Cause that's yeah. why I I kind of started rapping in the high-pitched voice and shit. Cause I had no voice when I first started rapping. huh you know, I would just try to rap like Nas kind of, you know, yeah. but then I found a voice and then that's when shit started working, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. even though I'm getting to that point in my life where it's like, I can't keep, you know, I'm, I'm going back, just trying to be a little more natural with it, but it comes out when it comes out, you know?
1: Well, soon you'll be able to rhyme like Nas with that, that pitch and then hit a button to the, the AI will get the old Danny oh, yeah. Brown, you know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah. <laughs>
0: so. I'm all down with the fucking AI, man. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know about it as like i mean eventually it's, it's going to take on I, i've heard these motherfuckers is writing raps with chat gpt now that oh, yeah. shit is um i won't choke a motherfucker i hear you yeah i hear you got ai writing raps for oh, you bitch
1: rap is out of control man
0: yeah you got ai rapping for you kill yourself all right man we about to um...
1: <laughs>
0: we about to get let's spin the wheel
1: College football. You a football fan? I am. My son, my son plays football, so I'm extra, extra heavy in the high school football world. So <laughs> I think it's kind of hard to not be
0: into sports when you're from Boston, man. It's just like, yeah, I think so. Y'all I think motherfuckers are. The, I mean, I'm not saying it, but I've heard that y'all can be some real harsh fans.
1: Yeah, I think, I think Boston, <laughs> Boston, and, and, and Philly have the worst reps. Yeah, I mean Detroit too, though. You know,
0: I mean, yeah, we we. It it was a brawl. It was a malice in the palace.
1: Malice in the palace, man. That's but,
0: my era, man. Yeah, malice in the palace. It, yeah. was, it was pretty great though. I, yeah. um, but as far as that, I know. I think uh, our teams kind of suck yeah. for the most part. So we can't really be that. I mean, I think it's just coming from a place of sucking. Well, you guys are always fucking winning <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, well, yeah. y'all being dicks at this point. Y'all already bust <laughs> every ass in every sport. It's a bad, yeah. And y'all still being dicks to motherfuckers, man. Well,
1: Patriots fans got to be real humble now. I mean, yeah. terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So, I don't know. They had a good run. But I'm looking forward to the Celtics. I know that we're not talking about college football yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. But I we mean, can talk we, about... Fuck that. <laughs> let's talk about the bad boy Pistons. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Tigers. Let's talk about Alan Trammell and... and, and uh. Uh, so, you're a Red Sox, a, Sox fan too? I am, yeah. 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 I was a bigger fan in 04 and 07. I feel and like the um, <laughs> Red Sox and the
0: Yankees? That's like white people, bloods, and crepes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely.
1: The you
0: know, you can't be in Boston with a Yankee. You can't be in New York yeah. with a fucking Red Sox hat. motherfuckers are ba- bang on you. Yeah. Like, wh- where are you from? Yeah.
1: Especially in the 2010s and 2000s. But last night I was watching the World Series or whatever it is, the ALDS or D. Whatever the playoffs in, in baseball, and then they had Alex Rodriguez, Jeter, and David Ortiz all doing color commentary. Mm-hmm. The three of them, and I was like, "Wow, you would never see that in two thousand 2005. But yeah, I love uh, love all the the hockey's not so much my thing, but hoops and, and football and, and baseball, I dig.
0: Hockey is not really my thing either, but um,
1: in pro wrestling, the sport of kings.
0: When I was in um rehab, we would we would be arguing because these motherfuckers wanted to watch um. The, um, the the NHL playoffs and shit, and it was oh. it was basketball playoffs too going at the same time, and I was the only nigga up in that motherfucker, so uh. I used to have to pull my race card sometime, you know, <laughs> so we can watch basketball. But I actually had a great time watching a few hockey games, oh, you know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, most I ever got a hockey was like fucking playing Blades of Steel and shit like that, right? You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, the video aspect. But, uh, but yeah, the fights can be good, and, and playoff hockey's fun to watch. Yeah, then maybe
0: that's what it is, just playoff hockey. And they you know, score
1: so infrequently that it's tough to, you know, really get into it. But when somebody scores, the whole, the whole fucking But I'm a huge apart. soccer fan,
0: or football, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But I'm yeah. going to use that, so it's not too far off from the sport. And basketball and hockey kind of got its own similarities, too. But, yeah, the Celtics are going to be good this year. Absolutely. They got Drew Holiday. Yes, sir. And um, I feel like that was a great—I mean, actually, losing Marcus Smart, he pretty much—
1: I felt like he pat- patches that hole though. Yeah, he you definitely I mean? does. He can shoot
0: better too. Mark, I mean, with a higher IQ. Yeah. Where he's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure. Mark Smart, Marcus Smart had, unconscious had, I mean,
0: man. Motherfuckers I mean, love him, but it was yes. a, it was a few of those games where he had Celtics fans in shambles. Like, man, what yes. the fuck are you doing yes. right now?
1: And he has a lot of games where it's like, no, no, yes. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? But I mean, I, he got heart. Absolutely, know? I you loved don't... him when he, when he was there. Absolutely loved him.
0: He's not but, scared, man. Then y'all got KP too. Yep. Who hopefully he stays
1: healthy. If he stays healthy, I think we're pretty good. But I saw some highlights of uh, Victor Wimbanyama. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, if he stays healthy, the Spurs are going to be I'm definitely going to
0: a few Spurs games. Yeah,
1: because he looks like something out of science fiction, man. Yeah,
0: he looks yeah. great, man. Yeah. I mean, it's still preseason, still too right. early. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, he looks great, man. Um, but, yeah, I think Boston, I would say, man, I don't, they, they're the team in the East.
1: Yeah. They're, they're the team in the East right the now. box, you know what I mean? But – I don't know. I like Celtics. Chances.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Giannis and fucking Dame. I mean, them motherfuckers could score eighty points by themselves, right? You know, right. But it's all about basketball. Is just it's it's a soap opera. It's yeah. my man's soap opera. Yeah. And I feel like um you never know what the fuck going to happen. Who's going to stay healthy? Who's going to you know? So that's the thing. It, it's every any team could fucking lose the the biggest piece, and it's a fucking wrap. You yeah. know? So like the Jets. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. All right, man. We're about to get up out this motherfucker. Thank you so much for coming through, danny, man. Danny, thank you for having me, man. It was great talking to you, man. But yeah, y'all come up and see me. Same time, same channel. Hit me up at danny at the com. That's danny at the com. You got some
1: shit you want to plug? Uh, yeah, Zartificial Intelligence. The next Zartface album is dropping December 1st. Oh, shit. Yeah, on Virgin Records. Oh, shit. That's so, right. So we excited about
0: that. All right. Love y'all motherfuckers, yeah. man. We out. Peace.